0: Yo, what's going on, it's CJ today Slayer from the Upgrade America Podcast 2.0, episode six. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, thanks for watching, we really appreciate you, and uh, let's get to it. Peace. For that little buffer all right
1: yo peace world so grateful and blessed to be here on the upgrade america broadcast with cj the day slayer i'm cameron Ra. on this channel we're talking to you about bitcoin how it relates to current events how you can use it to change your life and you know upgrade america but
0: what are we talking
1: about today cj
0: what's up cj the day slayer we here yeah. uh gratitude Always blessed. Um, Man, we're going to talk about U.S. Bitcoin and China and Russia joining forces. You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about LeBron, you know, a little sports news. We're going to talk about social media uh, maturation, our experiences since we've been getting into social media, since we've grown up with social media, actually. We can can toot that in our generation. Um, My
1: space generation. Myself.
0: Uh, what else we
1: talking about?
0: Let's see, maybe gas cars going obsolete, Alibaba. We'll see what we get into. So. Yeah, we
1: got to, you know, take a lot of fire from the hip, I suppose. But, oh, yeah.
0: Last name. Uh Bitcoin reparations for black Americans.
1: Oh, yeah. Why well,
0: is that not being spoken about? So we'll get into that as well.
1: So I just briefly want to give a state of the world, at least from my perspective, and I want to emphasize these are my opinions. So, feel free to be offended. God bless the First Amendment. Let's do it. So, the world, the war continues in Ukraine. Russian forces will most likely take Kiev by mid-April. Further west, the European Union is so short on energy, they're banning Bitcoin mining. Right now, the EU is yelling, Russia is bad, Russia is bad. But, They're supporting sanctions against Russia, still, the Europeans are subservient to Russian oil. What a strange world we live in, where people are forced to buy and trade with their enemies. As the world spins, it continues to change. Right now, a strong alliance is forging between Russia and China. The US warned the Chinese there would be dire consequences if they provided military or economic aid to Russia. While China and Russia have been in a pact known BRICS, this stands for Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, all besides Brazil have had, have or have had nuclear weapons. Russia and China are strengthening their bilateral bonds in what seems to be preparation for a new world order after the death of the Petrol Dollar. The Old World, crafted subsequent to World War II, ran on the Petrol Dollar. Although there are plenty of currencies, barrels of oil could only be traded with U.S. dollars around the world. Anyone violating this rule would get their heads knocked off courtesy of the U.S. military. Libya, Iraq, they didn't have nukes, hence the war machine could piss to death and hellfire with negligible repercussions. After the world witnessed the weak withdrawal in Afghanistan, the wolves saw that the shepherd is feeble and they advanced on what they perceive to be food. Biden is sending threats, most likely sanctions on China. After Russian sanctions hit, Putin said, now you see your wealth can be stolen. And I'm paraphrasing that. The world is starting to see the downside to the dollar. If China and Russia agree to use China's central central bank digital currency, Russia can force the European Union to trade with it. The Russian ruble has deflated. So why not do a currency swap with China? If this deal goes through, and I'm only speculating, The dollar will die overnight if no one is willing to trade with it. There's only one solution and it's orange. Believe in Bitcoin. Back to you, CJ.
0: (laughs) Well, you said a whole lot there. So, let's unpack it a little bit. Alright. So, this will kind of parlay into the other situation. The China and uh, Russia coming together. Because I look at it as you know America, they are not about to let some stuff slide like that. And we've already spoken about in past episodes what happens when you go against us economically. So I'm very curious to see America's allies, what they do, knowing that these two are say joining forces. Well, for here's Russia.
1: what you must consider, America's allies. Let's think of them offhand, right? We Think about NATO as America's allies. Where are they? The, a lot of them are subject. I'm sorry, are, are the same as a lot of these European Union countries. The European Union is dependent on Russia, so it's like America. They want stri- to. They want to sanction Russia, but at the same time, the same movements could could hurt their allies. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why the. I can only imagine the the price of oil in Europe right now. Mm -hmm. the energy and I think that's one of the reasons why they don't want to to use any surplus energy to mine Bitcoin they want to use it for the essentials because they're paying so much because we're sanctioning we're sanctioning Russia
0: so I also looked at who else are considered our allies outside of Europe so I was thinking Canada I was thinking Mm -hmm. Mexico I was thinking maybe South America I don't know. I'm just throwing out other regions that maybe have forgotten about that we could go to for resources, correct? Now, are you talking about resources as far as oil? Because I
1: heard this and I need to, to confirm the source, but I thought we were getting oil from Iran now. Because of these, uh, there's Iran and then a couple of other, I want to say Venezuela.
2: Mm-hmm. There's a couple
1: other countries that we're getting oil from as well. But mm-hmm. the, the main takeaway is that our biggest military allies in, 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 the, in the conflict with Russia are subservient to Russia. They need Russia. So it's not in their best interest to uh, to further pursue this. But if China intervenes and they're offering a, a, a more economically viable solution, like, yo, trade with this. Trade with our money.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Not just printed freely like the American dollar. Like, trade trade with our digital currency. It, it could
0: be interesting. Well, I guess the other thing is, okay, I can see that happening, but you'd be trading one monster for another, right? If you're going to the one, you're leaving the dollar. What's the difference? Um, and, I mean, I'm not saying we're angels. We know we're not. But... China's worse. They really don't play by our rules. Like, you want to think we're ruthless. Like, it's even, ugh, you know. So, that's the other part of it. Like, I would think countries would consider fortifying themselves first before making their next move.
1: It's... We've, we've discussed the evil of CBDCs, how they can be tracked, traced, frozen, and everything along those nations. So you're absolutely right. It's like trading in one evil for another. But mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things, it seems like that the Chinese evil may win if it is controlling utilities, particularly in Russia that, that Europeans are dependent upon. Now, we've both been to Germany and, you know, We've noticed the windmills And they Germans have strived To be uh, I think their whole green energy Initiative is so they would not Have to be subservient on Russia mm-hmm. I, I don't know I, I'm speculating I just think that's a move The Chinese and the Russians are going to make
0: And I guess hmm. Okay what are they join forces What does that mean just specul- I mean, we really don't know, but what what bad is there from it, I guess? Like, what's the difference? Does business go on as normal? Like, I mean, what, what's really the difference if they do join forces?
1: Okay, so it's like I'm, I don't want to be all dystopian and, and, and whatnot, but it's like the petrol, the old world, the petrol dollar world, where that has literally influenced the world where mcdonald's and coca-cola are common, up america has a strong influence on the world mm-hmm. um again we have bases all around the world
2: <laughs>
1: i think what you would see is that the the influence of america would wane and the influence of this chinese russian super pack would be stronger to the point where you would you could probably see bases around the world could you imagine uh nukes being parked in brazil like you could see you could probably see an expansion of military from from this around the world and also their influence
0: on culture and, and whatnot i don't know well this goes back to what season one and two are I talking about i think everybody should have nukes. this is me because everybody it's almost like everybody has their own plan of self-defense so, granted, we have the most. Um, oh, shout out to the intelligence community, because we know y'all watching. Um, On the Take notes. But, you saved the world, um, like, three
1: times already, CJ. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, <sighs> I think it goes to every great empire. It goes to every great empire. Eventually, they decline, either outwardly or inwardly, right? So, who's to say it's not our time? And we need to focus more inward, if anything, and not worry about outward. Because this goes back to what you and I been going back and forth. Our footprint doesn't really need to be felt like that anymore. We're not in World War II times. We're not in we're not in those times anymore. Granted, you can look on the news and see otherwise. Like uh, some shit could probably pop off, but we're not. Re- it's come down to what we ke- we keep talking about: cybersecurity. Bitcoin. It's all about this stuff now. It's not spec ops. It's more like precision. It's still spec ops. More spec ops than
1: the infantry. But you mentioned like the the end of the empire. Maybe. Because they say the, the life cycle is like 250 years. But it's like if the empire falls, do you really want it to be... You see what's going on with the the social credit score. You see what's going on with the questionable practices in China. With uh, yeah. Again, I don't have all the resources on uh, this, but what they are doing to the Muslim community in there. I've heard so what far the, camps.
0: The Uyghurs, so, right? Is it the Uyghurs? I think it's I, Uyghurs or
1: something like that. I'm not sure. I thought, I, I yeah. thought they were Muslims,
0: but
1: they are yeah, like, yeah, a whole uh, group of people too that I'm not. I'm mm-hmm. not at the end. I don't know. I've been to China one time. And it was cool, it was modern It was like You know, it it had a sense Of capitalism But there was this like Sense of authoritarianism Like a hard body sense of that That you could feel like
0: Yeah it,
1: And granted America is trending that way I, yeah. <laughs> I I don't know Do I want the American model? Or do I want the, do I want the Chinese one? I
0: prefer uh, people, I, as you know. I mean we all about mutualism, you know. You know. So, uh, I don't know. It's just something to think about. Like I would agree with you. I've been through China twice. My experience I didn't really get to go in. I just passed it through, but I can tell you I did not feel comfortable uh when they held me being late to my flight for no reason. Like that did piss me off at customs waiting in line um still burns me up right now but it could have been cool um that is cool it's... i don't know bro yeah so what else are we talking about man uh how about go ahead
1: no i mean go ahead uh hit your, your section on lebron and then the oh
0: LeBron. yeah lebron LeBron just, he became the second most scorer in the NBA history. He's right behind uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So that was pretty cool. I watched the highlights and like the layup, he got it off of and it, it was pretty cool. Like LeBron's been playing, been playing out his mind this season, especially like these last probably 10 or 12 games. Cause it's like the Lakers are fighting to stay in the playoffs. Like they're like number nine. I think somewhere in there. So what I do like with the NBA has done is they made it to where you can't really, they have this term called tanking and it's in NFL and NBA Okay. where you just kind of go out there, you throw like your scrubs in and you just kind of like, don't give a fuck about the results because you're trying to get a high draft pick. Right.
1: I'm not sure I get that.
0: Um, you're trying to get the most prized players in the next year's draft to hopefully propel your franchise. So what they would do is kind of lose. If they see like they can't even make the playoffs, they'd be like, ah, we just kind of mail it in for the year. Like, huh ah. It's called tanking. What okay. NBA has done is nah, you know what? The last, like, if you're within, I think the 11th seed or something like that. If you're, like, number 11, but you're a couple of games away from here or there, you got to battle it out. So now it's, like, um, sudden death games. Until so is it, like, a second chance? Say again? Is it, like, a second chance? Or... Yeah, basically. It's oh. like, all right, you suck most of the year, but you get to play a team. So you would want to be, ideally, if you're an NBA and you're going into the playoffs, you want to be, like, you want to be like six and up, rank six and up in your conference. Anything below that, you can get eliminated. Because you got all the ones on the bottom fighting to get in the playoffs. So it, it's been really fascinating. I love these games, Now I think it's better. It makes the sport better. It keeps um, the spirit of, as you mentioned. Exactly. It's like
1: the tanking now yeah. is almost just like, eh, we're not going to win it, so just whatever. But at least this keeps the drive going and it gives the team something to, to, to fight
0: for. I like that. Yeah, and it makes the regular season actually matter because we can be honest and say NBA season is long as hell. Like 82 games. Just like baseball is like long as hell. Football is short, but it feels long. Uh, just yeah, just like the two, three, four seasons or something. Yeah, baseball is like... I think 168 games or some shit like that. So they should, baseball, they should short to 100 games. I think it'll be way more um, exciting. When they had those strike years or lockout years or whatever and they had just like 100 games, uh, that's what I like baseball. You know, I'm not a huge baseball fan, but I like it when, and then they definitely need a clock. Like they need like time and stuff because baseball can go like four right. hours like nah bro I'm not trying to watch that so yeah we'll see um I think soccer I say between soccer and basketball in person is like some of the best sports to watch because, yeah that's is Hard to score, but when they do score, it's like a riot. It was yeah,
1: word. <laughs> I think so. Like in, the, I went to the Red Bulls game, and I guess it's New York Red Bulls, but they play in Harrison, New Jersey. But I went to one of their games. they were popping smoke like red smoke and all this type stuff. So it was crazy. Yeah, it's very very crum- soccer school.
0: Yeah, I went to uh, Orlando City Lions, the male team, and. It's a vibe, man. It's so cool. It's just you feel that energy. It's so amazing. It's like, oh man. And then it's international flavor. That's what I like about it. It's like everybody there. It's the most famous sport like outside of America. It's football. Football, yeah. We know about it. World Cup, you know. I was in Germany for the 06 World Cup. It was crazy around there. I don't think you didn't get there then, huh? I got there. I, I don't
1: wanna say I got there got there 08, no, got there 2010, so I thought they were, weren't they doing another World Cup, or maybe it was Olympics or something, there's some sort
0: of soccer thing. Yeah, probably like something else, because I was there 06 and you want to talk about (laughs) K-Town, this explosion of people, I think they said it was like almost half a million people there or something like that, or something crazy, like they came into K-Town, Cause of the soccer uh when they have it their stadiums like they
1: do it like all over germany mm-hmm. and, like i believe there's a stadium like right above k-town they yeah do something and there's mm-hmm. a state there. yeah soccer is huge out there
0: so it's cool to see it catching on in america like it's it's catching on it's a little slow but it's catching on um what else were we talking about uh Let's dive into
1: that. Uh, I mean, like we can touch on the EVs. Yeah. So,
0: how do you feel um, about that? How do you feel about electronic vehicles? That's what he's saying, EVs for short.
1: Oh yeah, I'm part of the electronic vehicle. I'm thrilled. That's like uh, I test drove a a Tesla in Vegas. That was fun. (laughs) That was fun experience. So much power in there. You know, the notion of. Of running an electric is cool no emissions and all that stuff i'm building an electric motorcycle so i'm studying the components of that eventually i would like to build an electric car myself but you see the way it's going the inflation on on the gas it's not going to stop i don't know if this is an incentive to get everybody to make that transition to uh to eat to electric vehicles or how do you see or this is just a natural way the world is transitioning to. But like, yeah, electric vehicles are, are definitely the next
0: wave. I'm torn it. You and I go back and forth about this. We talked about this. I just always think of EMP with electric vehicles. So if,
1: even if you don't, you see the chip shortage and how that's affecting conventional vehicles that are running on gasoline. They're still merging with tech. Unless you got like a 1970 Camaro or something like that, that's the only way you're, you're riding clean in, in, after an EMP attack. Like everything that's dependent on chips, even in the engine, like it, it can get fried. So there's a new policy that's coming out, I think by 2026, they're putting a kill switch in everyone's car, meaning like, yo, you're driving around? Oh. <laughs> oh, you, you post some crazy on Twitter again? Oh, you're like, you don't agree with our policies? Oh, blah, blah, whatever, what have you. Peaceful protests that got out of him. They'll shut down your car. So this is where this is where it's going.
0: And that's the part that concerns me, but you do make a valid point. You basically have to get something probably 80s and back. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> I want to project one more thing.
1: They asked Elon Musk, to shut down like oh, oh, Russian Teslas or something like that, and yeah. I think he said no. And I'm, if he, I'm glad he did because, like, you you're, you raise a very valid point. The more you're dependent on electricity, the more you're f during an EMP attack.
0: Yeah, because that's that's the next thing. And then you're talking about so I kind of caught a podcast about Germany since you mentioned mm-hmm. Germany. They're trying to become especially with this situation going on ukraine and all that they're trying to be definitely speed up their uh renewable energy plan green plan by i think they said 2025 or 2030 something like that
1: 2030 i heard or i read that they wanted to be 100 percent like energy sufficient by 2030 i think that's the date on there but there was some other remarkable facts of how much energy they were getting from males and and other means too but to do it
0: exclusively is
1: hard it's it's really tough
0: we've been talking about America should have been doing this like I think we are investing in it I think this might force our hand to really like dive into it a lot more I think like it goes back to what you're saying if they're trying to go off the petrodollar, mm-hmm. what's left? Like, we gotta innovate and get back to what we do. Best um, is... Skyward
1: will be the largest solar power plant in the world. Like, when you really think about it, the surface area, that's how you maximize power on a, with solar. You need space. But to have fields, and fields of solar panel, that consumes a lot of land. But if you concentrate on a pyramid, You still have the surface area you still have a lot of surface area to put solar panels on and you can harness that energy on top of that people could live within the plant then when you go higher you can harness the the higher you go the more the harder the wind blows so if you build a mountain and put solar panels on it put some windmills on it we can be energy sufficient you gotta think
0: let me ask you that question. We've been going back and forth about this. We've talked about it. What would it take for you think, in your estimation, for America to be in energy de- independent on renewables?
1: Energy independent? <laughs> it's gonna take a global crisis. Because <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. Everyone's I want to live in my in my Beverly Hills mansion with my jacuzzi and all these refrigerators, all these appliances and all this blah, 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 and all this BS, and you wanna do it green? You wanna have, it's not gonna work like that. The way we're currently living, the way humanity is currently living, spread out, burning, leaving a a, 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 a footprint just to, for logistics, all the, the fuel and energy we burn just moving logistics back and forth, it's not sustainable on a uh on clean 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 green energy the whole notion of mega cities and everything that eliminates the footprint if all your if all your your, how do you say your food is being grown on on site you eliminate that footprint all your energy is being generated on site you eliminate the latency that's energy that's using energy to move energy like when you're moving energy across miles of, of, of of wires you lose energy it costs energy to move that so generating energy on site growing your growing your food on site living on site mega city skyward all this it's gonna happen whether it's gonna take a solar flare whether it's gonna take uh, some sort of what it's gonna take i don't know but the blueprint's there when
0: when we're ready to make that shift Man, it's sad, but you bring up all excellent points. And I think of our most boring episode in like season one or two, Transportation. <laughs> so, like, and Hyperloop, all that. that yeah, we had Hyperloop Nationwide. That eliminates a lot right
1: there. Right there. Well, again, the whole here's the thing again. We're talking about Nationwide. When they're saying all of humanity can live in Texas. Think about that. And maybe, maybe comfortably too. I don't have the, the whole the, the text specs on how you can live comfortably. All of humanity can fit in Texas. We're talking about again. If we are really in an energy crisis, if the world is, if we're killing the world by by the way our way of life, we have to make radical adjustments. But I don't. I think it's going to to do it properly. It would take. You have to really sit down and, and, and plan this out. I don't think our leaders, should, our leaders aren't going to do anything till it's like very, very too late. where it's like, yeah, we we need to jump on this. Mm-hmm. And,
0: okay. I think, I do think maybe mayors and governors are doing what we're talking about. I could speak for Orlando. Like he, I see a lot of initiatives for green and this and between green and tech and. So I think it's more on a lower level, state level, local level, where they are trying to do all these innovations, more so than a federal level. I agree. And the Fed is too broad, maybe, but
1: it's it's maybe what you have to do, change your neighborhood
0: first and then scale. I think change your neighborhood first, but incentivize. I think a lot of the problems is they don't incentivize the reason for people to change. So some kind of rebate, some kind of tax break, some kind of dividend, some kind of something. You gotta do that to incentivize people to change their behavior. That, unfortunately, that's how we are.
1: I hate to tie everything back to Bitcoin, but like, if you're harnessing energy, for instance, there's a, there's a little creek behind my, um, behind my place, and I want to build a, um, a hydroelectric dam, generate some power with a water turbine, And get the power, what power I can, and any excess, you know, power little machine to mine Bitcoin. If that were the attitude that these states took, like, yo, we have this water running, this river running, like, nonstop. Why not use it to generate a little power? Why not put some solar panels here? Why not invest it into this clean green initiative? Then, yeah, maybe if everyone had that
0: attitude, it it, it could scale. Yeah, I don't know. One day, I guess. Uh, what else are we talking about? Uh, you mentioned something about. Uh, well, when do you think gas cars will go obsolete? Obsolete? Yeah. Man. I want to say 2040.
1: 2040. I see another. Like they would go obsolete just because it would be right now in America solar is the cheapest form of energy mm-hmm. like when compared to nuclear compared to solar is the cheapest form of energy so as this as these solar panels get better people can harness more energy it will make more sense to power your vehicle with the sun than it will make to to pay Who knows what it'll be 2040, $30 at the pump? Yeah. It it would make more sense by then. And I'm only speculating.
0: But what do you think? Well, I couldn't tell you from being around the car industry and not leaving it there. I see a lot more Teslas, a lot more hybrids. I've been paying attention to trends in automotive. Ford is building a big ass uh, plant in I think Tennessee somewhere. I just was hearing. Electric focusing on electric vehicles. So it's coming, I think. And then I think, if I remember correctly, by the administration is they want us to go to more electrical by what? 2030, it was something like that. Some mandate from the EPA or something.
1: Twenty thirty sounds supposed to be it seems to be a familiar number. I yeah. the Biden administration was they're throwing X amount of millions or billions to like swapping out government cars for EVs, like putting more, yeah. more, more electric uh, government cars but um, yeah, thats you could take that as, as a sign but it would be a slow transition still there's a lot of fuel there'll be a lot of excess fuel like in all these pockets around the world
0: perhaps we would use that as a backup but then, I don't know well we also need the infrastructure like I was thinking um, you need to build out the electrical infrastructure for charging cars and stuff like that nationwide especially those you just did that road trip not too long ago like you need that along the whole route like you know in order to be able to travel and get used to having this familiarity and access to recharging your vehicle.
1: They, you can plan your route like with the AV. It's just I think it would take a lot of discipline to like really monitor your uh, how do you say your charge, and then calculate how far you are to the next uh, charging point. Particularly if you're uh, going in places very rural, like take. Mm-hmm. Yellowstone National Park, or something like that. I really wasn't on the lookout for for electric charging stations, but it could. It was a little difficult to, uh you hey, say, find regular gas stations sometimes. Yeah, Death Valley, forget it. Like <laughs> nothing out there. But hmm. it could take some
0: time, but it'll happen. Um what else you're talking about what was you said something about alibaba what was your experience even kind of explain like what alibaba is i'm familiar with it but
1: so alibaba is like it's a lot of chinese vendors are overseas they have electronics they have everything i don't want to compare them to amazon but it's similar to amazon if you want to start a store you can get a bunch of stuff wholesale from them i just wanted an electric motorcycle so i was like i'm just gonna buy this thing because i couldn't couldn't find one it was very and all the ones i saw in america were like 10 grand so i'm like i want to buy one from alibaba the prices are dumb low like you can get like motorbikes and and all that stuff for like let's call it a couple hundred dollars Mm -hmm. but the the issue is like getting it from china to your door there are some places that will ship it to a port and that, that creates obstacles of its own and then there's some places like yo pay us and then find your own shipping and there's a lot of cool stuff there a real a lot of cool stuff but it's it's hard to get it to America and maybe that was a good thing because it inspired me to build my own so like I'm just gonna go down that route but I think if anyone wants to make uh, a Buku box getting get into shipping if you can find a way to get things from China to here you're gonna make a lot of money
0: mm. import export logistics yeah
1: now i, I want to add on top of that there's a move floating around on twitter about guys wanting to get boats like shipping boats go to ukraine and snatch up all those tanks and uh, select fire ak's that are just lying around and i could see some war dogs getting into that but um uh, that floats your boat pun intended
0: Um, I guess one of the last topics we'll discuss is we talked about reparations several times Mm -hmm. season 2 was it? Season 2 I think? Season 1, season 2 well we haven't discussed Bitcoin reparations would Black Americans accept that and how do you think that would play out would the federal government be open to that?
1: um
0: that's a great question.
1: I think they would be open to it. Particularly if they partner with Bitcoin. As I instructed them before. Print the worthless US dollar. Buy the valuable Bitcoin. The, the supply shop is most likely going to drive up the price of that Bitcoin. America, if America follows those instructions, will have more money than they know what to do with And one of the things that they can't do with it is give reparations, whether it's in the form of Bitcoin, which is going to appreciate, is going to continue to appreciate over decades, or, you know, cash that Bitcoin out and, and do some sort of, of, of cash stimulus. I don't know. But I think uh, joining forces with Bitcoin would open the doors to do reparations before. We propose, like, what, 65 I would bump it up now because of inflation to 100k if
0: not twenty, if not a quarter million but Mm -hmm. what do you think how how can we uh, do this well I say we should have I I say we should have a whole package I mean money first of course but Mm -hmm. we're not going to get it we're just going to speak this on the money Um, I'll be open to it I'll be open to that definitely And you know how I am about Bitcoin and all that but I definitely be more open to it because at least We can get something done. We're not waiting like we've been waiting. Um, I could see that going down. And I think, give credit to Black Americans, I think they have been educating themselves, especially during the pandemic. Mm. Uh, We can speak for ourselves on learning new things, learning business, learning tech, learning investing, learning all these things. Um, I would say it'd be more open than they would have been a few years ago, definitely.
1: I think the younger generation would. There you would reach a certain age where the the level of understanding with Bitcoin would not be so clear and maybe some boomers would be like, nah, they don't want that. But I I, I see a lot of opportunities for that for, for Bitcoin. The only thing is and why I would be counting on the price escalating is because there's only there will only be 21 million Bitcoin ever. There will never be any more than that. And so with that supply it still wouldn't be enough to give to every individual African American. Mm-hmm. Bitcoin is I don't want to say it's infinitely in, look, infinitely in, infinitely divisible meaning you can divide it up like mm-hmm. ways. So you could cut those like one Bitcoin up and give it to like 30 million people, 20 million people, what have you. And it, it's really based on, on the value, the current value of Bitcoin. But could Bitcoin be thrown at these institutions for uh, that would support black growth and community? Yes. And one of the reasons why I, I agree is like, there's always a, I don't want to say there's always a problem, but the problem exists where you give institutions money and then they spend it. You don't know what happened to uh, <laughs> Black Lives Matter. I'll be up. <laughs> you know, that, that was a great example. And
0: what 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 did, what did, how much money came to them? Like forty million. And that's what we can find. Remember, yeah. we were trying to find the money trail. You could not find it under the shell companies, foundations, all this trust. Some of the owners bought, bought a
1: lot of real estate. They bought a raw real estate. I was on the record. But as far as the rest of the money you don't know so when you have bitcoin it is a public ledger meaning like this person and it's it's anonymous in a way because it's not linked to any id it's it, but you can see where the money goes who got it where it goes and it's it's an endless trail this is endless chain, so you can track that money that i would feel comfortable having in these institutions where i was like okay i see this went to build a school i see this went to build a library i see this paid for various forms of education you can track that that traceability is why i think uh, we need that in a bitcoin a bitcoin reparations package
0: i think I it,
1: give it more thought but
0: I yeah think- i think it's definitely worth the discussion and it's something that needs to be brought up because that's what we're trending to so that's what we're going to. That's going to be the future. Why not? You know what I'm saying? So I'm definitely open to that for sure. Um, what else we got? I think that's it, really.
1: Um, Anything else?
0: The like whole philosophical tip. Like, what is the, the meaning of life to you? I feel like my meaning, I say my meaning to life is mm-hmm. to... Uh, share joy with others. I like seeing other people happy. I like creating happiness for others. For that's my even if it's something small or bit. I feel like that's my purpose. That's my life's work. Somehow so some far. Yeah, that's it. That's the meaning of life. making making podcast. people happy. The
1: podcast is sharing
0: joy and it's making people happy. And uh, I, I think
1: so. <laughs> I know so. I want to shout out some of our, our listeners. You know, shout out to Mario. I had a conversation with him the other day and he was talking about our, our, our he listens to the podcast and some of the, the the topics that we discussed. It has uncanny resemblance to, uh, you know, the Biblical Book of Revelations, particularly oh. to this uh, CBDCs, Control Coins, market of the Beasts, and what have you. So, I do want to tie in another episode, like i do want to tie some of that stuff in and i uh, shout out to my sister you know happy birthday uh to, to her so uh, first day of spring but i deviate, uh, the meaning of life i think that for at least mine is it's to and um you know like i've always been an artist but like the world is is a canvas and and uh, i want to create that's that's what i, I hair, create kids, create messes, create art, music, games, all that stuff, but like, that's, that's my meaning to me, but I also want to live to inspire other people to find their meaning, you know, and, because um, if you're just here on earth to listen to our wonderful show, that's fine, but I want you to find more meaning, you know, and, you know, enjoy this time at this this limited time that we have together here but it was a pleasure got a lot of stuff uh off my chest I <laughs> digested and you know run with it anyway you like
0: yes yeah. yeah that's it on my end um always it's always a pleasure man doing this program oh yeah shout out to your hats too make sure you shout your hats too
1: Oh yeah, yeah, it's, check it out It's Hat God's Next Level Merch So Another one of my little hustles is I make 3D printed hats for Entrepreneurs, brand builders And whatnot, you know So like, check it out on TikTok Hat God's, but also at Hat God's at wordpress.com And you know We can talk about making you some, uh, some Custom merch
0: Alright, that's all I got Well. Yep. know
1: Be blessed on this Sunday, you know, and uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Bitcoin is going to, this is never a better time to buy Bitcoin, you know, get in on it. Upgrade America. Peace. Peace.